welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to talk about the question of how do others perceive you? How do others perceive you? I've talked in the past about your reputation and how every day you have the opportunity to build your reputation into what you want it to be. And along those lines, I had a preacher at my church that had shared this story. So I'm going to share his story at this point. And he was from a small town. And he was going to college in a little bit larger city. And it's the summer before, you know, he's graduated high school and he's got a couple months before he reports to play football at this university in this little bit larger town. And an older guy who he had known in high school but was a couple years older ran into him and said, hey, would you like to work out this summer? Because I need a workout partner so I can stay in shape during the off season. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. So they start working out every day. And towards the end of the summer, the older guy says, Hey, I just want to let you know when you step on that campus next week, you have the opportunity to decide what your reputation is what people will think of you, what image you want to portray, and you need to decide who you want to be when you step on that campus. And lo and behold, he showed up on that campus and he was in much better shape than a lot of his other incoming freshman football player teammates. And he decided what he wanted his reputation to be, what he wanted to be known for. But he made that conscious decision before he ever got there. And I want to submit to you that you have the opportunity every day to decide how you want to be known. If you have asked a trusted friend or colleague what people think of you or what that person thinks of you, and it's not really in alignment with what you would want to be known for, you have the opportunity to change that. You have the opportunity to start acting and portraying yourself as the person you really want to be. You may or may not know, but I am a certified behavior professional behavioral analyst. That's a whole lot, right? Certified professional behavioral analyst. And what that means is I am certified to give DISC behavioral profile assessments 
and then do the training behind it so people understand what it is and you take this assessment and it it breaks down what, how other people perceive you so it's not like a personality profile it it's not like a um, a gotcha you need to do this differently it's this is how other people see you and it's very very accurate i i had a, a class and the <laughs> the president of the company was in the group and he didn't want to take the assessment he didn't really want to do this but he had really been encouraged that he needed to do this and participate and the first words out of his mouth were how did they get this report out of those few questions and i was a little bit concerned and i said um is the report close to accurate or not accurate at all and he goes oh my gosh it is spot on accurate there are four main behavioral styles every single one of them is good every single one of them is needed if we didn't have the different behavioral styles we would never get anything done if everybody acted just alike nothing would get done so all are good but the question becomes as a leader as a manager do you have a behavioral trait or style that is not meshing well with somebody on your team or somebody above you or below you like how is it not aligning and then you can answer the question for yourself should i tweak this a little bit should i make a little bit of an effort to act or react differently when encountering this person so true life example in my previous career there was a gentleman i worked with all the time and he could drive me insane absolutely insane i would turn in reports to him he would come back with 40 questions it went back and forth back and forth and the reason i would get so aggravated about these interactions with him it didn't matter his job was just to send the report on he didn't need to analyze what i had submitted and that's why it frustrated me well they brought in this uh, trainer and we all took the assessment and he ended up sitting at the same table that i was and i look over our reports were polar opposites where i was 96 this he was 10 where i was seven he was 96 like we could not have been really much more different and opposite if we had like set out and tried then it became much easier to interact with him when i heard him walking down the hall to my desk i would take a couple of deep breaths and say this is who he is i'm going to be okay with this i'm going to give him what he needs and move on so it ended up being all about me and how i was going to act and interact with him so the four behavioral styles there's a book called um, taking flight and it talks about using birds to describe the different behavioral styles so the eagle 
is often considered a domineering type bird. They fly up above, they're looking down, they have a big view of everything. This is a small percentage of the population. I think it's like 16%. And these are often CEOs. These are often people in really high powered positions because they make quick decisions. They will dominate a conversation. They will dominate a problem and they solve it and they move on. Very fast paced people and they focus on tasks. Then you move into the parrot. Well, the parrot is also high energy, fast moving, but they're more about the relationship than the task. They're very colorful, colorful language. About 28% of the population falls into this category. And when the eagle has a brilliant idea, you want the parrot on your team to get everybody else on board because they're a cheerleader and they can get everybody else involved and on board. Then you've got the dove and the dove is like the one who loves people. They love processes. They're a little bit slower paced, but you customer service, they're perfect in customer service because they follow the policies and procedures. They like to write the policies and procedures. You have a new thing coming up in your organization and you've got that kind dove who probably has pictures of their family all over their cubicle. They're the ones who are gonna write the policies and procedures because they like to follow the policies and procedures, right? Like they like having that step-by-step. -step. It's very comforting to them. That's about 40% of the population. Then you move to the owls, the wise old owls. These are the people who know the policies and procedures, and they want to make sure everybody follows those policies and procedures. These are attorney types, um, CPAs, right? Anybody in bookkeeping, anybody in numbers, scientists often fall in this category. Doctors, a lot of times, will fall in this category. If I, I'm a parrot, don't know if you figured that out, I'm a parrot. If I walk in to an owl's office and I say, hey, we're 80% complete with that project. And they happen to know that we are 78% complete. I've lost all credibility. Why? Because it's 80%, not 78%. I mean, it's 78%, not 80%. So they get really, really big on making sure those numbers are accurate and exact. Why do we need them? They're gonna keep us out of jail. Like, clear and simple, they're gonna keep us absolutely out of jail. We need them. We need all the behavioral styles. We need the ideas people. We need the people who can implement them. We need the people who can do the, um, what is that term I am looking for? Compliance, the compliance monitoring. The reality is we're a combination of all of these styles and they all come together to make us uniquely who we are. But when we understand that our dominant behavioral style, the one main one that people see, if we understand how that fits in to everybody else's styles, then I can choose to make sure when I walk into the owl's office, I'm clear and concise. I think we're about 80%, I don't have the exact number. Well, then they're not gonna be mad at me because I didn't lie, right? 
if I walk in to the Eagle's office and I have got a report 10 pages long, they don't want to hear it. They want the top three things, top five things. They don't want all that crap. Get to the point. Get to the point and move on. I got better things to do. They make decisions very quickly. Very quickly. Well, the rest of us are like, wait, wait. You, did you consider? Okay, right? I need to make sure when I go in there, I've got my three bullet points. If he or she asks for more, I have more available. Right? If I walk into the dev's office, I have to like tone it down a little bit because I can be scary. I can be scary. If you're a little bit slower paced, if you're focused on relationships and I come flying in there with wind blowing in my hair, I can scare you half to death. I need to tone it down a little bit. Is my personality wrong? No. Are any of the other ones wrong? No. But if I understand where the other people are coming from, it makes it a lot easier to interact and communicate. Observe other people's behavior. Pay attention to how they act or interact, how they jump in a conversation and engage, or how they back off a little bit. And decide if you want to adjust accordingly. I'm not saying you have to. It's something to consider. And the most important thing I want to leave you with in this podcast is give the people who are different than you are some grace. Give them some grace to be who they are. I'm Jennifer Takagi with Takagi Consulting, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you. And may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.